Hey there friend, this is Ben Baldwin from Live a Happier Fuller Life and I've got a really wonderful idea, concept to share with you. Um, we're going to talk about 19 unsupportive beliefs about money. Now, there might be a lot of reasons why someone in life might be struggling financially or they might have things holding them back from reaching their financial goals. And there are some times in life when you are uh, in a situation, you know, situational poverty, where you started a new business or you're, you're just struggling for some some reason um, that is outside of your control. But the fact is that more often than not, there are some unsupportive beliefs about money that might be holding you back. These beliefs that you're holding subconsciously. So consciously, you think like, oh, no, no, that's stupid. But subconsciously, somewhere inside you, you believe it or a part of it and it just causes you to upset your um, financial goals or sabotage your efforts to build up some wealth for yourself. And so what in this post or in this podcast um, is a collection of unsupportive money beliefs that I have found over the years. <clears throat> Some of them, and, and they're all listed out in my book, uh, Live a Happier, Fuller Life, which is available on Amazon, available at Barnes & Noble, lots of places where you can buy the book in paperback or in uh, the ebook, or the, also it's all available in audiobook. But there's a chapter about wealth that outlines all of these unsupportive wealth beliefs and goes into them in, in a lot more detail. But I wanted to share with you these unsupportive wealth beliefs. I wonder, do you have any of these unsupportive wealth wealth beliefs that maybe you're not aware of? Now, again, these are subconscious beliefs that you might have. So consciously, you might think, ah, no, that doesn't, that's not true. <clears throat> but subconsciously, do you believe it? And if so, is that probably you know, causing you to make bad money decisions or to burn a hole in your in your wallet or whatever. So we're going to go through, and there's 19 of these, and I've gotten these uh, through all sorts of different uh, areas in my life. Um, some notable sources uh, that are really great in terms of unsupportive wealth beliefs are T. Harv's Eckers, um, Millionaire Mindset, or um, Stanley's uh, book about um, uh, The Millionaire Next Door. Um, and, and there's so many others. Um, I, I've got links to them in the book itself. But let's go ahead and have a discussion. Let's talk about these, right? So supportive and un, unsupportive uh, wealth beliefs. Because with every unsupportive wealth belief, there's a supportive analog to it uh, or opposite to it that we need to install. So the first of these is impossibility, right? You might be thinking, it's impossible for me to be wealthy. I just can't ever see it happening for someone like me. That's the unsupportive belief. You might believe that, maybe subconsciously at least. Um, the supportive thing that you want to believe um, is I can be wealthy, I can imagine it, and I believe it is possible. Everyone and anyone can be wealthy. Wealth is just becoming uh, someone uh, and obtaining property and you know, just applying those principles of wealth in your life. <clears throat> Number two, so that, that's the first uh, unsupportive belief and this, its supportive um, opposite. Secondly, here is scarcity, where you believe that there's only a limited supply of money in the world and only a few people can be wealthy. In other words, 
there's going to be a few unwealthy people or poor people in the world. And um, unlucky for you, it's it's you. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it. So that that's the unsupportive belief. So if you believe that in any way, shape, or form in your subconscious mind, that's going to cause problems for you when you when you go to make financial decisions because you're just going to sabotage yourself because your mind is going to try to make that statement true because it believes that's the way that the world really is. And it's not. The truth is uh, the world is abundant. There's plenty in the world, enough to go around, and there's always enough to provide for yourself and and to, for you to live comfortably. You... Uh, how you've defined uh, how much money is in, in you need. Uh, wealth is basically something that you can define for yourself. What what wealth means to you. And there's always it's there's always enough out there. Um, so that's number two. Number three is wealth is relative. Um, for there to be rich people, there also needs to be poor people. And we talked a little bit about that in, in the in the previous belief. But the truth is that it's it's irregardless. <clears throat> that wealth doesn't need to be defined as relative. If we all have abundance, then we can be all really wealthy, regardless of the wealth or poverty of our neighbors, right? All of us are wealthier, for example, compared to our ancestors like a thousand years ago. If you compared our life to their life, whoa, we are so much better off. We are so much more wealthy than than they were. So that is number three, that wealth is relative, meaning that there's always got to be someone poor in life. Not necessarily. Uh, everybody can be wealthy and and we have proof of that. Number four is um, you struggle with wealth because of your backgrounds. So you're blame. You're blaming. You, you make yourself into the victim. Yeah, maybe it's because of your family or because of your background or your circumstances or, or events in your life that were out of your control. And that, that's a unsupportive belief that your level of wealth was thrust upon you and it's not something that you can control. Again, that's unsupportive belief. The uh, supportive belief that you want to adopt is um, a, a belief about or an attitude of uh, responsibility that you take full responsibility for your current financial situation and that your inner world, the way you think about wealth in your mind, creates your outer world, what you experience in terms of wealth in your life. And you can create your own level of wealth. Um, so it's both your fault and your responsibility. Um, and it's something that you can change. So that's the important thing about um, number four here is that instead of making yourself the victim, you are making yourself the responsible party and you're doing something about it. Um, basically, it's a belief that um, it's not out of your control. It is in your control. And if you are in a bad financial situation, it's your fault. And that's good because you can fix it. Number five on our list is identity. When you identify yourself as a poor person, when you say that is not for me, I'm not a wealthy person or I don't come from a wealthy background. So wealth is not in my blood. It's not who I'm supposed to be. That's a really bad, unsupportive belief about wealth. The supportive would be the opposite, right? This is who I am. I am a wealthy person or I can imagine myself being a wealthy person. Being wealthy is part of who I am. If I don't have the skills, beliefs, knowledge, or possessions now, it's only a matter of time before these things will naturally come to me and I'll be drawn to wealth and it will be drawn to me. I identify as a wealthy person. 
so that is uh, um, supportive belief number five. Um, just how you identify yourself in terms of wealth or in terms of finances. Number six, and again, these are out of 19. Six is I can't learn about money. Learning about finances is too hard and intimidating for me, you might think. I don't believe that I can actually learn those things. I'm not good with numbers and it will never I will never be able to learn about finances. So that's the unsupportive belief where you just believe that it's just too hard and you can't learn about it. It's too sophisticated, too detailed and everything like that. On the other hand, the supportive belief is that you can learn. I can learn anything given given enough time and effort. It is possible for me to learn everything I need to know or to get the help that I need to succeed in wealth. I am ready, willing, and able to put in the effort and time that I need to learn and to, uh, and it's not too difficult to accomplish. So that is the supportive mindset that you want to build as opposed to the unsupportive belief about money. Now, the number seven is I can't, I cannot manage my money well. Or I just can't manage my money right now or properly. Money burns a hole in my pocket, you might say to yourself. I just can't hold on to it. I'm always making dumb money decisions. That is a very unsupportive belief. Um, the, the supportive belief or the, uh, the opposite, the one that you want to adopt, is that I am an excellent money manager. I'm Sure, there are maybe some times when you make poor uh, wealth decisions or money decisions, but that's the beauty of it. You have valuable experience that you have learned from it because of your experience and your willingness to learn that you are the best money manager that you can be and you, you're getting better every day. Um, you visualize yourself being an excellent money manager. So that's number seven is that you can manage your money and you're good at it, right? Good at it or you can get better at it or you can learn it, um, all kind of the... Uh, same belief right there. Number eight is unenjoyable work. Being wealthy is uh, uh, is way too much work, so someone might think. And this is a false belief that would be holding them back, right? If it's unenjoyable, you're not going to want to pursue it. Money doesn't grow on trees. The wealthy sometimes, uh, the more wealthy someone gets, the less they enjoy life. The more tedious they work, the the, the the more tedious the work that they must do, the more unpleasant life becomes for them, the more that they must worry about money, things, taxes, investments, protecting it, taking care of it, um, and so much more work that it consistent uh, to constantly manage and protect their wealth that it's not worth it. Now, the truth is, um, you know, you can be wealthy and happy at the same time. So it's your joyful occupation. Anyone can be wealthy, happy, and fully enjoy life at the same time. Some people work hard and never build wealth, regardless of whether they love or hate the work. Some people hardly seem to work at all and, and still build wealth. Hard work can help achieve wealth, but it's not necessarily always required. Hard work does not have to be difficult or unenjoyable either. You can Enjoy working and work smart at the same time. All right, number nine, wealth, money must be earned. Um, there's, this person might believe that there's no such thing as a free lunch. You have to pay a high price for anything in life, 
Earning lots of money will cost me lots of time and effort. I must earn everything I get in life. There is no other way to get money other than to work for it with blood, sweat, and tears. <clears throat> the, the true belief or the supportive belief side of that is that sometimes you get things for free. Although you might earn many things in life, you don't have to earn everything. There are times when life gives you stuff for free just for being in the right place at the right time. The free stuff you don't necessarily need to earn. So you might work on the belief that I am open to receiving blessings that come to me for no reason at all. Okay, be a good receiver. When life wants to give you things, to bless you with things, you are a good receiver and you'll receive money regardless of whether you earned it or not. It's yours and you can enjoy it and receive it and be happy about that. All right, number 10, the benevolence of poverty. So this is a really bad, unsupportive belief. Now, um, this person might believe that it's benevolent and admirable to be poor and forcibly humble. Poor people are hardworking and noble. You are worthy or important if you can endure the hardships of poverty. Through poverty, you become a hero and get respect and attention. That's the false belief. And that will hold you back um, from uh, building your financial prosperity. The truth uh, or supportive belief is that it's a reflection of wealth. It is much more nobler to be wealthier than it is to be poor. Being wealthy is more likely to be a reflection of the of your per, your own personal development, the diligence and responsibility. Uh, it takes application of uh, personal development principles, with the exception of situational poverty. Poverty is usually a reflection of the irresponsibility, false beliefs, and bad choices of an individual. So that's the true or supportive belief that will supplant the unsupportive belief. And you can see how that would help or the unsupportive belief will hinder you. All right, number 11. Some people believe that wealth is evil. They believe wealth is evil that... Wealthy people are wicked. Money isn't spiritual. It isn't okay or fair for people to be wealthy while there are so many people in the world who are less fortunate. The love of money is the root of all evil, they, they reason. Having money when others don't is the opposite of love and charity. And that, that, that quote, the love of money is the root of all evil, is actually from 1 Timothy 6.10. And it doesn't... Um, I want to address that quote first. It doesn't mean that money itself is evil or having money is evil. It's, it's those people who pursue money and put that above their spiritual spirituality, um, put it above God. That's when it becomes spiritually harmful. Um, but it's uh, it doesn't mean that being wealthy is evil. <clears throat> so the the supportive belief side of this is that wealth is neutral. Being good and both good and bad people can be wealthy if they follow the principles of wealth. The truth is that most wealthy people are actually just really good people because it takes a tremendous amount of personal development, including serving others, communicating, keeping promises, uh, to be able to be a wealthy person. God Himself is the wealthiest being in the universe, right? And He's the greatest of all. And the scripture that says the love of money is the root of all evil is basically the love of anything in your life greater than the love of God is going to hold you back spiritually. So it doesn't have to be money. It could be anything. 
Unsupportive belief number 12 is that money is corrupting. Money corrupts people. Rich people are snobby and shallow. When good people become wealthy, their morals drop. They become mean, selfish, and prideful. If someone wants to be a good person, they should be avoid being rich. Um, so that's a very unsupportive belief because if you want to be wealthy and you believe that subconsciously, you might not believe these things consciously, but subconsciously, if you hold that belief, that's going to cause you to sabotage your efforts. Now, um, this is related to a actual scripture um, that says, it is difficult for a rich man to go to heaven. Um, so the actual scripture is Matthew 19, 24, where it's Jesus. And he's saying, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven kingdom of heaven. Now, there's a lot of ways to understand or interpret that scripture. It doesn't mean that being wealthy will make you cor corrupted or evil or bad or lock you out of heaven. It Because uh, heaven is open to both the rich and the poor. It's just about being humble, about putting God above other things in your life, putting God first in your life. So that's the crux of that um false belief there or that unsupportive belief. Now the supportive analog to that or the opposite to that is that money itself is neutral. Money just magnifies a person to start with. If they are mean and prideful, money will just magnify that. They, If they are kind and generous, having money will magnify that. It can change them to be more of who they want to be. So money doesn't make you evil. If you're already evil, it'll just make you more of what you already are. And But it will also make you, if you're already good, it'll make you more good. You just amplify your effect on the world because you have more resources to draw from. There's nothing special about that. All right, um, false or unsupportive belief number 13 is misplaced meaning. You might... Um, so the false belief here is that when uh, people spend money on me, it means that they love me. If When I spend money on them, it means that I love them. Or if I have money, it means that I'm important. If I don't have money, it means that I'm a failure or, or and deserve pity, love, and attention. Or other false meanings. I mean, we could go, uh, the list could go on. False meanings that people attach to money. And so that, that's that's a false belief and it'll cause problems because you're you're using your money to patch your emotional needs, right? To feel your emotional needs. You need to feel important, spend money. You need to feel happy, spend money. You need to say, tell someone you love them, you spend money on them. That's going to lead to a lot of ruin because we have a lot of emotions and it'll just burn through all your money. And that is not following the financial principles. Uh, the other side to this, the supportive belief that you want to adopt is that money in and of itself does not carry any meaning with it. It's just paper. People can love and be loved without spending money or receiving money. My importance, for example, is not related at all to my level of wealth. I desire love and can love whether I am wealthy or not. So that has no bearing, no meaning uh, can be derived from my level of uh, money. You know, God loves me whether he blessed me with riches or not. Any meaning placed on money or having money is invented and can be changed. <clears throat> All right, so that's number 13. Number 14 is 
um, heavy sacrifice. So people, uh, so if you believe this or if you have this unsupported belief, you believe that people must give up way too much for money. So it's not worth it. If you want to be wealthy, you'll end up sacrificing your family, your, your relationships, your health, your character, your integrity, and your freedom. Because wealth requires such a heavy sacrifice, you will lose everything you have, including your happiness and fulfillment in life, to become wealthy. That is a an extremely unsupportive belief. And sometimes people believe this. Now, again, I'm not meaning that people believe this consciously, but these are subconscious beliefs. So consciously, you know, it doesn't make sense or you can you can cast it out. But you got to ask yourself, do you subconsciously, subconsciously believe this? And if you do, how can we replace that subconscious belief with the positive belief, which is that you can have it all. You can live a balanced life. It is completely possible and doable. I can be wealthy and and not need to sacrifice heavily in other areas of my life. It does not need to be mutually exclusive. I might have to sacrifice a few things along the way, but I can be wealthy and have strong family relationships, character, integrity, health and happiness and fulfillment. I can have it all if I balance it right. Following the principles of wealth does not preclude you following the principles of maintaining good and healthy relationships. You have a fixed amount of time, that is true, a fixed amount of efforts and resources, that is true, but you can follow all those principles um, at the same time. So that is uh, unsupportive belief number 14. Number 15 is target. You become a target. Wealthy people have become or become a target for others to attack. It is way too risky to be wealthy, some people might think. People will sue you. Your reputation will be attacked. Your children will be abducted. People will rob you, slash your tires, and unfriend you. <laughs> so um, the false belief there is that if you're wealthy, you'll be attacked by others, and it will be sad. It will be harmful. It will be unpleasant. The supportive other side of that belief is that you'll just money just makes you a magnet for both the good and bad. So money, wealth, uh, in, a, in other words, makes me a magnet for both good and bad. My wealth attracts a lot of good into my life and will enable me to do much good. And the bad that is attracted into my life will be offset by my increased ability to uh, um, protect and defend against it. So basically, if you are able to uh, establish financial security, you'll be in a much better and safer position in the world compared to, you know, the position of that, that a person in poverty is. So that is number 15. <clears throat> number 16 is despised. If you are rich, people will not love you for who you are. Money can't buy you love. People won't like you if you are wealthy. They'll just pretend to like you. If you become rich, you'll lose your friends and your support system because you'll be different from them and they will be jealous of you and spite you, right? That's the false belief. And you can see having if you have that sort of belief in your heart or in your subconscious mind, how you might sabotage yourself to maintain relationships in your life. So... Again, it doesn't always make uh, logical sense. 
you know, when we have beliefs that are conscious beliefs, we under we understand them and we are aware of them. Subconscious beliefs, you know, are beliefs that we have in our deep mind that we are not aware of because we're not aware of those thoughts. And um, so you might hold this belief somewhere in your subconscious mind. If you do, you can see how that will um, cause your subconscious mind to, you know, make you spend money or lose money or not receive money or forget about money or something like that. All right. So the positive spin on that unsupportive belief is respected. Because I'm wealthy, people respect me more for who I am. They will want to listen to what I have to say and follow me, not because of what I own, but because of who I have become, who I am and who I have become. My wealth is captured by my personality, character, habits, skills, knowledge. Good people will see me for the valuable person I am, regardless of my wealth. <clears throat> All right, number 17 on our list out of 19, remember, is not worthy. Um, this false belief goes something like this. I don't feel worthy of being wealthy. I deserve what little I have or nothing more. Or rather, I deserve nothing. I believe I don't deserve to earn or receive more money I can't and don't add enough value to the world to be wealthy. Oh my gosh, such a destructive, um, false belief, unsupportive belief um, about money. But people have this belief. They just don't feel worthy. They don't feel like they are worth the money that they could earn. But the truth is it has nothing to do with worthiness. There's no worthiness in the in the financial um, principles of wealth at all. The positive belief that you need to implant um, in your mind is detach wealth from worthiness. I don't have to be worthy to be wealthy. The concepts are wholly unattached. I merely need to apply the principles of wealth regardless of what kind of person I am. There is no worthiness requirement for wealth. But even if there was, even if there was, it would opt, you would absolutely be wealthy because it must be a very low bar because there are a lot of um, people in the world who are not worthy on any any scale and are still wealthy. So um, it doesn't you, you, the ability to uh, attract and keep wealth has nothing to do with worthiness. So and you just gotta say, hey, you're you're worthy enough for any kind, any level of wealth. You're worthy enough to be a multi-billionaire, to be the world's wealthiest person. The worthiness is not an issue; it doesn't come into it. Uh, so <clears throat> that's number seventeen, worthiness. Number eighteen is it's just luck. You know, wealth is up to luck. I can't control whether I'm wealthy or not. I just I get paid based on what time I work and the luck of the draw and the very arbitrary circumstances I randomly fall into. So if you believe this about wealth, um, you just basically put it out of your realm of possibility because there's nothing you can do to increase your luck. It's just like luck is something that you just get or not. Um, and sometimes people adopt this belief because it makes them feel better about themselves because they don't want to face the fact that maybe they haven't followed some sound financial principles. And so they're just blaming it on luck because that means it was out of their control. 
Whereas the positive supportive belief is that you get paid based on your results. You can create massive results so that your income is greater. There may be things in life that you can't control, but by applying the principles of wealth, you can tip the odds in, in your favor as much as possible. And sometimes you just get free stuff, right? And sometimes you get uh, accumulate wealth by providing value to the world around you. So it, these, these concepts are not, uh, not wholly coupled together. But the fact is that it's not just about luck. There's a lot more to it. And you, ha you do have a lot of, that you can control in your life in terms of wealth and prosperity. Number 19, last of all, of our list of 19 unsupportive beliefs about money is pessimism. So you might ha have this belief that sounds something like this. Money and wealth just never work out for me in my life. Things just never go in my favor. I always struggle and suffer financially. That's just the way things are. If you have that mental script running in the back of your head and there's an opportunity for you to make a couple thousand bucks with you know very little effort, you're not going to do it because you believe that money doesn't work out for you. You're going to sabotage yourself. You know, consciously, if you stop to think about it, you might do it. But subconsciously, you know, you're just on autopilot and you're just, maybe you're not even going to see or recognize or, you know, acknowledge that that opportunity is there and open and safe and willing, you know, ready for you. Um, so that, that, that's a very destructive, unsupportive, subconscious belief that you could have. So the supportive um, version of this is an optimistic outlook that things always turn out. You can always fig figure things out and they make them to work in your favor. That money is attracted to you even though you have ups and downs and wins and failures. You'll always progress forward. Things do happen in your favor. You can make things happen and there's tomorrow is always a better day. So just a general, overall, positive attitude in your life. So that's number 19. So that's that's it. That's it for the incorrect beliefs or unsupportive beliefs about wealth, about money that might be holding you back. Let me know in the comments. Uh, find the comments associated with this podcast. You might have to follow through to the blog associated with this podcast and let me know what you thought did you um, did any of these step out to you? Do you have any of these false beliefs? Um, are there any false beliefs about money that you that you saw that you thought of that were not on this list? I um, would be uh, grateful to hear from you. If you like this podcast, please leave a review, um, share it with someone else, and I. Until next time, this is Ben Balden reminding you to live a happier, fuller life. We'll catch you later.